0: Mindfulness is you referring to your heart, managing your mind, referring to what's in your head, that brain of yours, rather than your mind managing you, your heart. Because in the heart is where the dreams come from.
1: This is one of those crazy conversations between my dad and me that started as one thing and then ended up being something totally different. The topic was originally focused on the power of mindfulness. And anyone who knows my dad knows that mindfulness is one of his most recommended practices. But then dad started talking about where dreams come from and what they mean. We're not talking about the dreams that come when you're sleeping. We're talking about the passions that drive you. Why do some of us have dreams so big that we can't help but chase them, even when they seem impossible? What if you don't have a dream and you feel lost or inconsequential, like you don't have purpose? Well, my friend, the answer is simple. Somewhere along the way, you and I, we let our brain take over. And our intuitive center, our inner wisdom, our heart took a back seat. Hey, my name is Janelle Thiessen, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to another episode of the Human Being Project by The Change Evolutionist. In this podcast, I joined my dad, Ron Thiessen, to explore the difference between being and doing.
0: In a world of constant distractions, sky-high expectations, and the relentless pursuit of more, we examine what would happen if we made space for more being and less doing. The heart, if you, if you can tune into it and listen to what your heart is saying, it has far less limitations than what what your brain gives you. So when you listen to your heart, if your brain kicks in and your and your mind then begins to tell you why what your heart is thinking is impossible for you to do, then you will live your life on a much lower level than what you actually need to live your life. If you can live your life according to the dreams and if you can use the dreams and manage your mind around those dreams rather than, than listening to what the, the, the mind says is possible or impossible... Then you're, you're in a much better place to realize your dreams. So, Mm. uh, mindfulness becomes really important then in managing your mind. And the way that the, the process of that, that the way that it works is that you have the dreams, you speak about the dreams. So you, you put them in your own mouth, in your own words. And those words that you're speaking, which are very powerful for you because you believe you more than you believe anybody, those words go into your ears and they start changing your mind. Mm-hmm. So it's really important then that you understand what are the dreams of your heart as opposed to the thoughts of your mind. And can you then bring those dreams up so that you can articulate them? Cause you can have lots of dreams that are, that if you can't put words or pictures to them, then they just re- will remain dreams. Like they'll, they'll be, you know I had a dream and that sort of uh, you know, I don't really know what it was, I don't really remember. And mindfulness gives you the capacity to drop down inside your heart and hear what the heart is saying as opposed to what the mind is always. The mind has a lot of noise. yeah And if you can get past the noise and drop into the heart, that's what mindfulness does.
1: Okay, so we're basically talking about how you do that, how you listen more to the heart and let the heart speak to the mind. Mm. And so what are some Mm -hmm. of your favorite ways that you can create that communication loop between heart and mind?
0: So are you talking about the loop between heart and mind or are you talking about uh, understanding what's in the heart?
1: Mm. So there's no loop because your brain doesn't speak to your heart. Your heart speaks to your brain. Is that what you're saying?
0: That is what I'm saying. If you're going to live according to your dreams and not according to the logic of what you see around you, that is is possible, if I can put that in Mm. quotations. Right, because what your mind thinks is possible is not what your heart dreams. Your heart dreams much bigger than that. Mm. Because the mind, the mind always puts up the limiters, right? And, and there, are, there are limiters, all kinds of limiters. There are limiters that are labels that we put on ourselves or that we've taken for ourselves. Or there are limiters of what people tell us we're capable of doing and not doing. Or uh, there, there are limiters of what we think our culture. Or our social status or our socioeconomic status, or, you know, so how much money we have or how many much opportunity we have to get money, or all of those kinds of things, our mind tells us those are all limiters. And and the 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 heart says, but I don't really see those as limiters. I think that if I could just get into a place where I'm living my dream, then those limitations would become immaterial. And, And the heart is right. But so many of us have lived uh, our lives up until this point, and some of us live our whole lives with these limiters in place and absolutely limit what we actually accomplish in our lives. But
1: don't we need the mind for some sort of implementation? Like, like are you saying the mind then becomes...
0: For sure. The mind has the capacity to organize all kinds of things. The mind is a, a tremendous tool, but it needs to be subject to the control of the heart not the other way around.
1: I, okay. That's so you're saying, saying heart in the driver's seat, mind bends to the will of the heart.
0: Yes. And where the dreams spring from is the heart, not the mind. Right. The mind will always put the limiter on the dream.
1: I remember when I first um, mm. met my husband, he was what I would have categorized at that point, a dreamer. And to me, I had sort of a mm. little bit of um, disdain for dreamers. Dreamers don't get things done. Dreamers are Mm. in a fantasy world. Mm. They're they're not implementers. They don't have ambition. They just sit there and dream all day. And so I had had a definition of what his dream was and what reality was. And I would always educate him about reality. But it's interesting. 18 years (laughs) later, and I realized he was onto something because when he would allow himself Mm. to dream not necessarily the dream itself would come to fruition, but far more than what I considered to be reality would come to fruition. So mm. I've wow. learned from him over the years, even though I thought I was a big know it all I have learned that he was, a, yeah, he's right. It We do need to be in that dream space because there are no mm. limitations there. And maybe we don't achieve, achieve, that's such a doing word. Maybe we don't. Mm -hmm. see the dream happen the way our heart first imagines it, but maybe that's the whole point. Maybe we're supposed to have a big dream that leads us to uh, a different version of reality, just something that is not within the confines of what our mind can imagine.
0: I was thinking about how mindfulness cultivates self-awareness. So if you're living only in your head You you begin to believe that that the limitations that your head your mind puts on what you're capable of doing that you you start to believe that that's reality Mm. and it's really not reality at all. Sometimes I wish I could open up people's heads and just stuff something in and then it would be there, you know. But I I I often think to myself if you talk to anybody about their dreams, like if they're capable of expressing their dreams, everybody's dream is different. And, and my, I always ask the question to myself and many times to people that I'm talking to, why do you have that dream? And that's not mm. my dream. I can't even really relate to your dream. I can see that it's a dream for you. I can see that it's it's great and it would be would be great, but I have no interest in doing that. <laughs> why do you dream about doing that? And I don't. It's because that's what you're supposed to do. Mm. I think that's why you have the dream. Wow. The dream is there for a very specific reason. And 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 you're the one with the dream and it's your dream and it's very individual to you. And I think that if you can listen to the dream of your heart, it it automatically passes on to you, not only the impetus to live the dream, but also the capacity to live the dream. Whatever it is that you need in order to live that particular dream, I believe that's what you were born with. And so, you know, if you're trying to do somebody else's dream... Or if someone else is uh, dominating your life and you're not even thinking on your own, then you won't be able to live your dream and you'll live frustrated. Mm -hmm. You know, something very interesting that I found out about, because I'm an educator, I I found out about the education system was designed in the late 1800s to produce one of two things, employees or soldiers. In other words, people that would do what they're
1: told. Dad is referring to a 2018 article on courts.com where the headline reads, quote, The modern education system was designed to teach future factory workers to be punctual, docile, and sober, end quote. The article goes on to say that factory owners required agreeable workers who would show up on time and do what their managers told them. Workers who had always spent their working days in a domestic setting, like farmers, had to be taught to follow orders, and to respect the space and property rights of others. The Industrial Revolution created jobs that had never existed before. In previous generations, artisans and farmers mostly worked out of their homes and set their own hours. So as the spread of industrialization across the West created this need for compliant, literate workers, these factory-style schools became the status quo.
0: You take the creative, the creativity, and the and the expression, and even the intuition of little kids, and you and you watch that be molded. They say it starts in kindergarten. Raise your hand to go to the bathroom. Ask questions. Don't act like that. Act like this. Right. All of these things that we put these these strict these molds in, and we expect people to fit into those molds. Yes. Right. So by the time by the time I get students at university, now they've had, they've had, you know, 12 or 13 or 14 years of this. And, you know, they come into a class in their first year of university and I say to them, be creative with this assignment. And they freeze. They, 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 you know, the questions they ask is, how many pages? And do you want 12 point font? Oh
1: my goodness. And do
0: you want double spaces on, double spaces between wow. the lines? Like th- those are the questions that they end up mm-hmm. asking because to the mind that's been, programmed like that you know to, to think tunnel vision and to think like an employee or a soldier you, you say to that mind be creative and it freaks wow doesn't know what to do so mindfulness it it starts opening up those restrictions of the mind starts opening them up because when you start dreaming and then the mind you can you can feel your mind go come on who do you think you are you're you don't have the right to, you don't have the right education you don't have the right body shape you don't have the right you don't have enough money how do you think you're going to do that? But the dream is there. Why is the dream there? Because it's your dream. Wow,
1: it's your dream. So I think I'm in trouble because Kev has always dreamed of running a doom buggy touring business, and I think that once he hears this episode, it's over for me.
0: If that was the case, I'm I'm just telling you that if that was the case, and he started moving in that direction, and if he knew how to listen to his intuition, I'm telling you things would start falling into place. He would start seeing resources come into his life that he goes where in the world did that come from and it would just be in there to feed the dream this is the thing about people that are dreamers is that if they are if they take the dream uh, i like i really like something that Denzel Washington said
1: man i wish we could get Denzel here to say this himself cuz he says it so much better but here's the quote dreams without goals are just dreams and ultimately they fuel disappointment on the road to achieving your dreams you must apply discipline, but more importantly, consistency. Because without commitment, you'll never start. But without consistency, you're never going to finish.
0: So when you have a dream and you're doing nothing to move towards the dream, you are fueling disappointment. Wow. So when, when you have you know people that you see, they're they're disappointed with their lives. Why are they disappointed with their lives? Because they're not living the life they dreamed about living. And what they dreamed about living can be completely different than what you or I would dream about living, but nonetheless, because they're not living their dream, they're disappointed. The dream will always be bigger than what you think you can do. If you, if you're not sort of, I would say even terrified by your dream, then it's not big enough. When you look at the dream and you go, how in the world am I ever going to be able to do that? Then you're probably on the right track. And the dreams will always, because we as human beings were meant to live in community. So the dream will always involve other people. You won't be able to do it alone. If it's, if you, if you have a dream and you're going like, yeah, I can do that. I can do it by myself means it's not big enough. It's, it's, it has the potential then to have far more impact than what you're seeing. So your dream needs to include other people because you're going to need other people to help you achieve your dream. And your dream is going to impact other people mm. in a positive way.
1: You can't be too proud to no. <laughs> uh, ask for help mm. or to accept help in the pursuit of your dream. Right. It's not an ego thing. It's right. not like your dream is there to serve your ego. So you no. can say, look what I did. Your dream is there in mm. as it's so cool. Cause when you think of spirituality and how we're connected as human beings, every single thing, even if you just watch nature and you look at how an insect is created. It's just, it's, it's absolute magic. I was stumbling over my words a little here, but what I'm trying to articulate is the circle of life, like biodiversity, where countless species of plants, animals, and microorganisms coexist in various ecosystems, with each organism playing a unique role and its actions influencing the well-being of other organisms. Like we see this in plants through photosynthesis, where they convert sunlight into energy and release oxygen, which is vital for our survival. We see it in animals who serve as pollinators, helping plants reproduce and and spread, and even regulating populations of various species, creating that ecological balance. We see it in decomposers like fungi and bacteria, that break down dead organic matter, returning essential nutrients to the soil. They provide nourishment for new plant growth and they make sure nothing goes to waste. Even weather patterns and water cycles work together. Rainwater sustains plant life and fills rivers and lakes, which provides habitats for aquatic creatures and supports life on land. Is it any wonder then that we as human beings would be of much greater impact if we two worked symbiotically with one another to fulfill our dreams. So when you think about you as a human being with a dream and the fact that Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. others in order to carry out that dream, it's because it's all woven together in this beautiful tapestry of intention and divine direction. And if you're willing If you're willing to allow that Mm -hmm. to happen, then it Mm -hmm. can be such an incredible thing. I love that.
0: I've had such an amazing experience this summer. Uh, The course that I'm teaching um, is on leadership and facilitation. And so uh, I've done almost no teaching in the course. And the students have been engaging in experiences of facilitation. Uh, But in in, uh, creating those experiences... I've taken away all of the props that they usually depend on. And the biggest prop is PowerPoint. Most mm. of the time they, they want to build a presentation around a PowerPoint. And then they stand behind a desk or they, they disappear and they just talk about the PowerPoint and they read what's on the slide. Right. And so I told them no PowerPoints. These are things that you have to bring. It's what I call a purposeful learning experience. You have, to, you have to create an experience where we're going to learn something that has a purpose. Mm. okay? And, and the, some of the amazing things that they have created. I mean, I've had this week after week after week. I've had different groups creating these purposeful learning experiences and th- seeing the creativity that comes out in the way that they're going to bring this concept across mm. and how people are going, wow, I get it and they would never have gotten that on a powerpoint by pointing yes. to that this making this point and that point so taking away those props has forced them out of their comfort zone and forced them to think about how am i going to commu- communicate this principle in such a way that people are going to grab mm-hmm. it and and that's that's kind of exactly what i'm talking about with the dream because if you if you put it within the structures of the mind and and you you allow the mind to set the the structures first before the dream inhabits it um, you're not going to be, you can't squeeze the dream into the existing structure, but when you take the dream and you just let that dream, then the mind goes, this is like, how am I going to, how am I going to get around this? But the mind begins to adapt, to make the structure, to create the mm-hmm. dream. It's, it's pretty amazing. Beautiful to see.
1: So don't be afraid to dream. What did you think of this episode? Join the private change evolutionist community chat to share your thoughts find the link in the show notes. You can now record or text a question through Pod Inbox. Just head over to podinbox.com forward slash human being project and set up an account. Your question, comment, or feedback, and our response to it, may be featured in a future episode. So what are you waiting for? Never miss an episode. Get notification to your inbox when a new episode is released. Download to your device, or listen wherever you get your podcasts. To get notifications, go to thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash subscribe. Ron Thiessen is a practicing psychologist and educator. To apply as a guest on the podcast, please visit thechangeevolutionist.com forward slash podcast guest.